Lynn. Happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Women Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be bosses through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives, our good community service. We have an international motivational podcast like this one. We do webinars, seminars, workshops. You know, we basically do it, sis. We are known as the one-stop shop for empowerment, and you are listening to the Women Podcast, where I sit down with female entrepreneurs, or W Bosses rather, which is what we like to call them, and I sit down with them, and I talk with them not only about the topic at hand, but also their journeys of becoming bosses up until the point that we record this episode, and if this is your first ever listening on our podcast, then we do updates in advance of every single episode so that you ladies can stay updated with the organization and the podcast, and we have, let's see, we have two for you ladies this week. So number one, we just launched the W Biz E-Master class officially you ladies know that it's been on pre-order for a while now however we have just officially announced attached with specific dates and times in which we will be hosting our class we have special guests each week we have cpas we have financial accountants for business we have marketing mavens we have ceo empowerment we have a lot of different special guests that will be attending our double business e-master class starting january 9th up until february 5th and each week we'll be tackling different things that you ladies need to know in order to start your business and brand successfully. Like I said before, we have special guests each week. We'll be covering week one. I believe we're going over CEO empowerment, how to empower yourself as a boss and a business owner before you even get to the business. We are going over how to produce profitable social media ads for business. Uh, We're going over marketing, branding, financial strategy as far as preparing yourself to be a business owner. We're going over taxes, business legalization, a lot of different things that you need to know in order to start your brand and business successfully. And um, again, that will be a five-week course. So pre-order is now over. You ladies can go ahead and get those official tickets at womanland.org and register for our five-week course. You do not want to miss it. So that is update number one. And update number two is... Our Double Mentee Scholarship will be announced. The recipient will be announced this month. Applications are now open to all Double Mentees, Double Mentees only. Let me go ahead and clarify, Double Mentees only. You ladies know a few episodes ago, I was talking about how hard it's been to fundraise, especially during this time with not being able to do too many fundraisers because of COVID, not being able to join a community with the rest of the mentees to fundraise together due to COVID as well. So we've officially reached our goal and we're actually opening up applications for all mentees to apply. So ladies, if you're a part of our National One-on-One Mentorship Program and you're listening to this, go ahead and get your application in ASAP. We'll be announcing the recipient by December 30th. So that is our second and final update for this week. And you ladies can always stay updated with everything that we're doing, not only as a podcast, but also as an entire organization by subscribing to our website at womenblend.org to just stay in the know with everything we're doing in the near future and not only just with the updates that I just announced. So that is it for our updates for this week. And you ladies know that we have segments each week a part of our podcast. We have a Woman's Watch of the Week and then we have an Ask Money Question of the Week. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with our Woman's Watch of the Week. Our Woman's Watch of the Week is Jay Butler. She's actually a Bowie State alumna. Come on, Bulldog. She is a Bowie State alumna. And we are spotlighting her this week because a HBCU page on Instagram actually spotlighted her and she went viral for launching 
launching her very own cruelty-free lip gloss line entitled Juicy by J. Um, she went absolutely viral after the HBCU page posted her, and she's been all over social media. And we got a chance to look deeper into the brand and the business and her as the CEO behind the business. And she's doing absolutely amazing things within her community. She's actually in the communications field, I believe. And not only that, she also has her business, like I said, Juicy by J. I mean, everything that she's doing is just amazing. And we thought of no one else's spotlight this week. So ladies, if you want to stay updated with everything Jay Butler is doing, go ahead and follow her at J, J-A-Y underscore Butler, B-U-T-L-E-R on Instagram and Twitter. I believe she has a Twitter. And you ladies can also follow her business page at Juicy by J on the same platforms as well. So that is our Woman to Watch of the Week. We will stay updated with everything that Jay is doing. And ladies, please be sure to support her after this episode airs because we will definitely be doing so as well. So again, that is our Woman to Watch of the Week. And our Ask Somebody question of the week is, what's next for Women of Land in 2020? So I actually got this question in an interview that I recently did. You ladies know that I've closed my bookings for the remainder of 2020 just to rest and recharge and prepare for 2021. But I was actually able to open up my bookings because this was a brand that I absolutely loved. And we actually just recently did this interview that will be out soon. But nevertheless, the interviewer asked me this question and she asked us or asked me specifically, what's next for Women of Lynn in 2021? So you ladies know that you get first dibs on everything and you guys get all the behind the scenes. And I tell y'all everything, you know, about the brand that I normally don't say on Instagram, Twitter, other social media platforms, but y'all my family, y'all my girls. So Wimbledon has actually a lot planned for 2021. We're reopening our mentorship applications. We're going to start hosting more WBSE masterclasses. We are actually going to start seeing us a lot more on social media as well because we are expanding our social media marketing team even more. Um, so that is another thing that we're doing. We're going to get into more fundraisers, hopefully, with you know things hopefully slowing down with COVID. We'll be able to fundraise like how we wanted to do um, earlier this year, and we will be getting back into events. Um, and we will also, myself personally, will actually be attending a lot more speaking engagements as well. And lastly, I'm going to give y'all this last sneak peek. I'm going to say all this, but Womanland is actually going up for its first ever community award in the DMV area next year. And I am so excited, y'all. Oh my goodness. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're an OG, then you ladies know how long we've been putting in work. Not for recognition at all, but we've been giving back to the community day in and day out since 2018, since we started, since we launched. That's all we've been, you know, built on is giving back to women in the community and just the community in general. So the fact that we have the opportunity to possibly get recognized for that by an award is mind-blowing. So that will be taking next year as well. Hopefully COVID doesn't, you know, shut that down as well, but I'm extremely excited for the things that we have planned for 2021. And thank you ladies so much much y'all know I'm always thanking y'all but thank y'all so much for rocking with us for so long I just can't wait to see how much we'll grow as an organization moving forward but we have amazing things planned for 2021 and I just cannot wait for you guys to be on the journey with me so that is it for our segments this week and that's it for our ask money question this week thank you so much to the boss that asked me that question again you ladies will be able to see the interview that in which I actually answered that question soon come just be in the loop and go ahead and follow me at Tamani Lynn on Instagram and Twitter to be in the know when that specific interview airs. So again, that is it for our Ask Tamani question this week and that is it for our updates this week. 
So we're going to go ahead and jump right into the topic. And reading this topic of this episode, you ladies were like, I'm tired, boss. Like, what's she, what's she about to say? She's tired? She about to say she quit? No, ma'am, I'm not quitting. I wanted to host this episode because it was very important to me. And being that we are in season three, um, our podcast has been going on for about two years now, going on three years. Um, I really wanted to host an episode that basically explains and gives advice and tips on how to avoid burnout and entrepreneurship. A lot of the things that I'm going to be talking about are things that not a lot of CEOs talk about, but we should. Um, I know a lot of you ladies listen to this podcast. You ladies have your own businesses or you want to start your own businesses one day. And, you know, I always try to give tips and advice where I can. And a lot of the things that I'm going to be telling you ladies today are things that I actually had to work through myself a lot in the beginning of starting Womanland and my podcast and, you know, my other businesses. These are all things that I had to work through myself. So a lot of these things I've already dealt with. I never give tips and advice on things that I haven't, you know, tried myself. So I just want you ladies to know that as well. And you ladies know that whenever I learn something, I always bring it back to the podcast because I want y'all to do better and be better. And I think it's important for us as women when we find out certain things we give it back to the women that we know so with that being said let's go ahead and hop into the topic I'm tired boss I'm tired so I actually got you know this title of this episode from a Drake song um it was a song where it was about working it was about working day in and day out and at the end of the song I believe at the end uh, it was a voiceover with somebody saying I'm tired boss I'm tired basically saying they've been working too hard and sometimes that's good Sometimes it's good to put in work with your business and your brand, but sometimes it's not good. So again, as I said today, we're going to be talking about the things that are not good and how to avoid that feeling of being tired, boss. Okay, so number one, okay, and I want you ladies to have a pen and paper or hopefully your notes section is open when listening to this episode because these are gems that I'm about to drop, okay? Number one, don't bite off more than you can chew. Oftentimes as business owners and businesswomen, we're always so eager and pressed to be a people pleaser in the beginning of starting a business and brand. I know with me saying that, it probably struck a lot of nerves. I know it's supposed to. I love y'all, but I need to be, you know, transparent with y'all at the same time. A lot of us want to be people pleasers in the beginning of starting our business and our brands. We want all of our customers to feel like I've done uh, 110% for them with the service that I'm providing, or you dwindle down your schedule to meet bookings needs or your consumers needs or your clients needs and in the beginning we're overall just so pressed for everybody to support us to the point where we burn ourselves out we dwindle down our schedule we ignore personal time and we ignore our personal boundaries as well as businesswomen and business owners so um, it's really important when you're having your own business or brand to not bite off more than you can chew especially when it comes to taking on um, a million and one tasks as well that's another thing we're very eager to be a part of a lot of different things in the beginning of starting our business and brand. I want you guys to pause this and actually, of course, after I say it, but I want you guys to pause this and look back at my Instagram. Scroll back to, I believe, November, October, November of 2019 and or even before that, a few months before that. And you ladies will see event flyers that I was posting and there will literally be 10, 11 events in one month back to back. Some events wouldn't even be one to two days apart. Okay. And that was just looking back on it. That was not okay and although 2019 wasn't the beginning of me starting Wimbledon that was the beginning of me actually breaking into the industry you know foot in deep and you know I was beginning public speaking and I was 
was very eager to just attend a lot of different events, even if some of them didn't align. And that was the number one mistake that I made as a businesswoman and CEO was to accept virtually, I don't want to say every booking, but accept a lot of bookings to the point where, and I was, I was also a student at that time. I was a senior in college at that time. And you ladies know that is one of the hardest, <laughs> hardest years in college ever, busiest years ever. And I was, you know, a part of 10, 11 events a month. That is not okay. So that was my beginning stage of me breaking into the industry full in and full all and me, you know, starting public speaking X, Y, and Z. And it just wasn't okay looking back on it. And I felt myself getting burnt out. Although you couldn't see it, I felt myself getting burnt out um, with a lot of these events. I would get very annoyed as soon as I walk in the door, not because of the event or, you know, whatever business inviting me to go, but because I just put too much on my plate. So I was annoyed with myself, the fact that I was biting off way more than I could chew. And of course, when you have all these companies coming to you or you have all these opportunities coming to you as a businesswoman and business owner, you're like, oh my God, yes, let me accept this. Let me accept that. Oh my goodness, thank you for inviting me. But you rarely look at your personal schedule and ask yourself, does this even work with my schedule? Or am I just so pressed to go to this event or attend this booking or just be a part of X, Y, and Z? So I want you ladies to be mindful of that moving forward after listening in on this episode to not bite off more than you can chew. We'll talk about this a little bit later on in the episode, but the opportunities will come, the bookings will come, the invitations will come from different companies wanting you to, you know, speak at their events or attend their events or host a pop-up shop at their event. X, Y, and Z, but sometimes it's really important to not bite off more than you can chew, to just go at your own place, go at your own flow, and to just do what you can when you can and try the best you can and try not to put too much on your plate. So that is number one. And I really want you guys to be, you know, intentional with that in 2021 to not bite off more than you can chew because I want you guys to learn a little bit from me. Although a lot of those, you know, events that I was attending, they were, you know, the ground force in me starting my career in public speaking, of course, you know, sometimes I don't want to say to not accept a lot of bookings because at that point in time, I was building experience. So, you know, me attending those bookings, actually, it turned out in my favor, but I didn't need to do 10, 11 events a month. <laughs> I didn't need to do that. So in the beginning, you know, as I was saying, it's very easy to kind of fall in that trap of biting off more than you can chew because you want to build experience. You want to get more acclimated in your field. You want to get into these room, get into these fields, get closer with certain people. And sometimes it's honestly just not worth it. So I want you guys to kind of weigh the options when you have certain opportunities coming your way in the beginning of starting your business. Ask yourself, one, am I biting off more than I can chew? Two, does this align with my personal schedule? And three, what are the benefits of me attending this event? Okay, and I want you guys to ask yourself those three questions whenever you feel like you're biting off more than you could chew or you're about to go to another event, you're about to accept another client, whatever you do, ask yourself those three questions and whatever answers that you get will give you your overall answer as to what you should do next. So that is number one. Do not bite off more than you can chew. That is number one in avoiding the feeling of being tie boss. <laughs> number two, have a strong support base behind the scenes, not your team, a support base behind the scenes. So this is really important to avoid burnout as well and to avoid feeling tired within your business. You need to have a circle of people who have your back and, you know, will make sure that, you know, you're just being level-headed throughout being a business owner and a CEO because it can be hard, whether it's your best friend, whether it's your mom, whether it's your dad, whether it's your siblings, whether it's your cousins, 
Um, I like to try to keep this group separate from my team because, of course, a team is a professional team and, you know, they can't uphold you on the friend level because, of course, business is business. So you want to make sure that you have a strong support base behind, you know, the brand of the business and again, not a team. So whatever circle that you have, I want you ladies to actually go back to season one, episode six, check your circle on, you know, the type of circle of women that you need to have in order to be successful as a CEO and businesswoman. And I believe that same circle should align with your support base that you should have behind the scenes. As I was just saying, you need to have, you know, women that support you, uplift you, encourage you, but also you need that woman in your circle that keeps it real with you. If you about to launch a t-shirt that's looking a little funny, she gonna be the first one to tell you. If you're about to launch an event and it's looking tacky, she gonna tell you you need that real friend. You know, you need to have certain women within your circle that will honestly push you forward and make sure you're good throughout being a business owner and a CEO because it can get tough. It can get tough. And the second that I started getting more intentional with the women that I was surrounding myself with in my circle, although it wasn't the 50 million people I used to surround myself with that, as I was saying a few episodes ago, um, and I want to clarify, okay, I'm going to, this isn't off track, but I'm going to clarify something that I said a few weeks ago in the podcast. It was an episode with a special guest, Ashley Dalton, and we were saying that sometimes it gets lonely at the top. Actually, this ties in perfectly with this point. We were saying that it it gets lonely at the top, and I want to clarify, okay? I'd rather be lonely and having a circle of five to six girlfriends instead of having 25 million girlfriends that mean me no well. Okay, I'm going to say this again because somebody needs it. You should rather have five to six solid girlfriends, which will be your support base and your backbone, okay, as I was just saying, rather than having 25 million people or girls around you that don't mean you know well, okay? And it's really important to be intentional with that when building your support base, okay? Be intentional with that because it will pay off. So as I was saying, when I started getting more intentional with the women that I surrounded myself with, I really began to see a difference in change in me as well not only as a woman but also as a business owner I noticed myself more calm I noticed myself more easygoing more lax I wasn't so you know anxious all the time and the women that I had in my circle definitely had a huge role or have a huge role in the woman that I am today as a CEO and business owner and just women behind the scenes so I want you ladies to focus on that as well having a solid support base behind you know having a team is extremely important to avoid burnout as well because those are the people that are going to keep you level-headed when things get tough so that's number two have a strong support base number three schedule your breaks Oh my goodness. So I'm a huge advocate on this now, as you ladies know. Y'all know, as I just said with point number one or a few minutes ago, I just said that I used to fill up my booking so much, 11, 12 events a month, 15 events a month, and I wouldn't pair it with any breaks. And that led to my burnout early on, okay? It led to my burnout. It led to me being lethargic. It led to me not even wanting to attend any events anymore after I had, you know, that burnout period. But but it's very important to schedule your breaks just as much as you schedule clients you need to schedule breaks to pair that with okay it's very important to do that something that I was talking about 
with my friend group a few days ago, we were talking about, um, it was a roundtable discussion about, you know, how all the billionaires and millionaires in the world, they're always on vacation. And we were like, girls, because they got money, they could do that. But then we were like, no, you have to look at how much is on their plate as millionaires and billionaires. And even extremely successful businessmen and women, they're always on vacation. And it's because you want to make sure that you're pairing those breaks with that working as well so it makes it worth it okay it's nothing like saying working six days out of the week and you of course you have seven it's nothing like working six out of seven days in the week but having say that seventh eighth day ninth day tenth day um for vacation okay of course there isn't 10 days in a week but you ladies know what I mean it's nothing like putting in work and knowing for a fact that you will have a break soon come For example, once you get to this point within your business, when you notice yourself having a lot of bookings, having a lot of events that you need to attend or having a very demanding schedule, whether you're a service-based business or, you know, you're a consumer-based business, whatever type of business that you have, um, whenever you get to a certain point within your business, you'll be able to schedule monthly breaks for yourself. So for example, something that I do, just to give you ladies a small rule of thumb, something that I do now is I try to give my myself one weekend break or even a week break if I can out of the month to a different state. Of course, we can't go to different countries because of COVID. But for instance, last month, I took myself to New York. It was a solo trip. I think I did three or four days and it was no emails, no social media, uh, business social media, of course. Of course, I wanted to get on social media, my own personal social media platform. It was no business social media. It was no emails. It was no responding to bookings. None of that. And I just 100% relaxed. And when I tell y'all I felt so rested and recharged when I got back, it's so important to do that, ladies, to make sure that you're taking breaks. Again, you don't have to do it monthly. It doesn't have to be for three to four days every single time you take a break. Sometimes that break may look like just taking a Sunday off to yourself, just the entire day of not responding to emails, not getting on social media, really relaxing, say taking yourself out to eat, getting your nails done, whatever you ladies like to do to rest. I definitely say schedule those breaks and try to take as many breaks as you can to avoid that burnout. So that is number three, schedule your breaks. Moving on to number four. As I said, I was going to talk about this a little bit more, but it's being selective and smart with your bookings and clients. Don't jump at every opportunity you see because the opportunities will come to you eventually later on down the line. And it's really important to be selective as I was saying in the beginning, because I told you ladies, my personal testimony of getting burnt out very early on because I was accepting every single opportunity that I was accepting every single booking and it left me nowhere but burnt out. It's very important to be selective with your bookings and clients. Okay, I'm going to get started with, you know, explaining being selective with your bookings. So in being selective with your bookings, whether you're again, a service based business or say you provide speaking engagements to different companies or say you provide a service to different companies, um, it's very important to be selective with a company and the brands that you choose to align yourself with because I want you ladies to understand when you're building a brand in a business, whoever you collaborate with speaks to who you are as a brand and it 
speaks to your business as well, okay? So it's very important for you to be selective with the people that you represent and the people that you collaborate with. Make sure your brands align. Make sure your brands align with whoever you're collaborating with. Make sure they align. Make sure the collaborations make sense. Make sure that the bookings you attend make sense with your brand. I see a lot of people mess up on that in the beginning of starting their brand and their business. They're so eager to be a part of X, Y, and Z to attend X, Y, and Z when the bookings sometimes don't even make sense. Like for example, if you're a hairstylist, why are you at a technology event, right? So I want you guys to be selective with your bookings. And also, secondly, in this, in being selective with your bookings, I want you ladies to kind of limit your bookings as well. Limit it to say three or four a month if you can. Um, Of course, it all depends on what industry that you're in. But again, do not overwhelm yourself. As I was saying in the beginning, I'm stressing this a lot because this was the number, number, number one mistake that I made in the beginning. It was overwhelming myself with bookings because I wasn't being selective. And the more selective that I got in the brands that I decided to work with, it came down to me being more eager attending these events. It came down to me putting more preparation time into the companies that I worked for because I felt good about doing these things. I felt good about being rested and recharged and being selective and not overwhelming myself. So you ladies will see a huge difference in being selective with your booking. So that is number one. Number two, be selective with the clients that you choose to work with as well. Oh my goodness, ladies, I was just watching a motivational video by my fave, Ronnie Brown. She's the CEO or founder of Girl CEO, which is a woman's motivational platform and business motivational platform. Um, She was saying, I believe it was a TED Talk, and she was saying that if everybody has access to you, that's not a business that you need to be running, okay? I'm gonna say this again. If everyone has access to you and has access to book you, you need to reevaluate your brand and your business, okay? In the beginning of me first hearing this, I did not understand it. I was like, what? What makes people think, you know, they're just so high up to where they can decline certain people, they they can be selective and just, you know, turn away certain people. But you will literally get to that point within your brand and your business where the more selective you are, the less stressful it is. Um, If you're able to target certain clients, when you start working with those certain clients, you expect a certain type of energy with that client as well. Some of you ladies may understand what I'm saying. Some of you ladies may not, but hopefully you ladies do. But the more selective that you get with your clients, the more that you know what you're dealing with and the more that you're able to align your brand with people that make sense with your brand. It's all about making things make sense um, with whoever you collaborate with, whoever your clients are, whatever bookings you accept, whatever companies you choose to work with. It's all about making it make sense. So I want you ladies to be selective with that as well. Not only just the bookings that you accept, but also the clients that you have as well okay so that is number four be selective and smart with your bookings and clients number five do not fall into imposter syndrome oh my goodness I know some of you ladies need to hear this because I know a lot of that is going around now on Instagram with everybody starting a business and brand because of course a lot of people are home right now I'm watching a lot of people fall into imposter syndrome and you will notice yourself getting burnt out trying to keep up with everybody and their sister 
store on Instagram with the latest shoes, with the latest bookings. They always got their hair done, always got their nails done. You will get burnt out very quickly if you keep trying to compare your journey in your year one to someone's year five. I'm going to say that again. You're going to find yourself burnt out if you keep comparing your year one to someone's year five. Ladies, on social media, it's very easy to get misconstrued on how much work someone does behind the scenes compared to you, especially when first starting out in your business and brand. I know a lot of you ladies probably start a business and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to do X, Y, and Z. Like this business, um, I just saw, you know, this CEO do this, so I need to do this in order to get on, you know, their same level. Do not do that. Do not fall into imposter syndrome. And doing this will leave you broke, burnt out, stressed, and resentful towards your business, okay? So I want you ladies to avoid that 110% when it comes to starting your brand or your business, or even if you've already started it and you're in it right now, do not fall into the trap of imposter syndrome, okay? If you haven't heard this already, your journey and path is yours and yours alone, and it is unique to you, and it's your journey for a reason. So you should never compare it to somebody else's. You never know what your story is going to play out to. You never know what the person that you're watching on that screen went through to get X, Y, and Z. And the same hand as me saying that, all of that can be a fake aid as well. That's another different, you know, episode, another topic for another day. But a lot of the things that you ladies see, it can be an entirely different lifestyle than you think. I'm going to give you guys an example. So I was speaking with um, one of my mentees a few days ago, and I was talking to her, and she was telling me how stressed she feels because she has the the feeling to keep up with, you know, a, a certain few people within her industry. And it's so crazy because one of the few people that she named, I know for a fact their lifestyle is not the same as what it is on social media. And, you know, you would think that in watching them on Instagram, Twitter, that their life is just absolutely absolutely perfect when actually behind the scenes it's a totally different story and it's very easy to portray a certain lifestyle on Instagram as well because you're seeing people's best moments I want you guys to remind yourselves of that on Instagram on social media you're seeing people's highest moments okay you do not see their lows you do not see moments where you know they're at their breaking point or they're tired boss you don't see that you see the pretty photo ops you see the a million and one packages that they may have to ship off you don't see those days where they have no orders. You don't see those days where they have no bookings. You don't see those days where they're behind on rent. You don't see those days, you know, where X, Y, and Z happens. And it's very important to not fall into that imposter syndrome because you never know what's going on on the other side of that screen, especially when it comes to social media. So don't fall into imposter syndrome because you will again be tired, broke, stressed, and burnt out, okay? And you will be tired, boss. So that is number five. Do not fall into imposter syndrome. Number six, let opportunities come to you and operate in your purpose and let it flow, okay? This was a three-in-one because the more that you are yourself and building your brand and business, ladies, the more that you're yourself, the more easygoing you are with your business, the more that you the opportunities coming to you is the more that those opportunities will come to you. It's nothing like just operating in your, in your purpose, in your path, and not being so eager to join X, Y, and Z, the more you'll notice that more things come to you. And, you know, it goes into my last point perfectly of not falling into imposter syndrome as well. I believe six 
and seven is a two and one. If you don't fall into imposter syndrome, if you're not comparing your journey with other people's, if you're not worried about what the woman next to you, what the woman to the right of you is doing, what the woman to the left of you is doing, and the more you just have tunnel vision, it's very easy for you to just be on your path and your path alone and to just focus on the things that you have in front of you, okay? I'm gonna play you guys a video by B. Simone, and she was talking about how important it is to have blinders on when chasing your vision and your brand. And I believe when you begin to put those blinders on when you're building your brand and your business, it is very easy to just keep going and to keep conquering because you're the only person you're focused on. It's honestly you versus you when you get to that point. So I'm gonna go ahead and play this video for you ladies. That's it, you put your blinders on. Like when you go downtown, you see that horse and carriage? The horse got blinders on because without the blinders, the horse is all over the place. Nobody can get on the carriage. Right. You put your blinders on, family, boom, yep. sister, I don't care if you're my granny. For real. My granny didn't want me to move to Atlanta. I said, all right, I'll be back for you. Okay. Peace, granny. You raised me. I love you. But if you don't see the vision, boom, right out the way. I don't care who you are. So the way you deal with it is you don't. Okay. Cool. Thank you. In this video, I'm going to explain it a little bit more and tell you ladies why it goes into point six perfectly is the fact that the more that you put your blinders on and the more that you focus on yourself specifically, the more that you won't be looking again, as I said, to the left and to the right of you. It's nothing like having those blinders on, as B. Simone said, having your blinders on and seeing nobody but you. And it's you versus you 24-7. Who else are you looking at? And the more that you focus on yourself is the more successful that you will be, the more eager you'll be to you know plan out your 2021 goals when it's not even the end of 2020 yet the more eager you'll be to do those collaborations and do those things on your bucket list a part of your business and it's the further you'll get in focusing on yourself and yourself only so let opportunities come to you operate in your purpose and let it flow but also put that tunnel vision in motion ladies put those blinders on get your tunnel vision on because we are coming for 2021's neck okay so that is number six Moving on to the last one, number seven. It's okay to be tired, boss. I know you ladies probably weren't expecting this. And being tired, boss, to avoid burnout, it's okay to recognize sometimes as a businesswoman and as a CEO when you are tired, okay? So it's okay to recognize that. It's okay to recognize when, oh my goodness, I'm feeling really drained. Um, and it's been a couple weeks I've been feeling like this. What do I need to do better? What do I need to do more efficiently to change how I feel, to not get tired anymore? It is okay to acknowledge that sometimes you are going down that burnout phase. And these are a few things that you can do to acknowledge that you're tired and to fix the fact that you could be tired and to possibly fix the fact that, you know, you're getting to that burnout point and you're getting tired. You need to realign your schedule. Sometimes when it comes to being burnt out and stressed out when it comes to your business, sometimes it all boils down to your schedule. So I want you ladies to firstly do that, to look at your schedule. Number two, I want you ladies to put on paper how many things that you're a part of right now that may be overwhelming your plate. Sometimes it boils down to that as well, not only just with your schedule, but the amount of things that you're a part of as well as a businesswoman. Sometimes you gotta take some things off your plate and that is okay. So that's number two, assess what's on your plate. 
And number three, going back to that circle, you need to assess who you have around you that may be draining you right now. Because as a CEO and as a boss and a businesswoman, sometimes we are always pouring into other people, pouring into our circle that's around us. And sometimes those people just aren't pouring into us. So I want you guys to assess that as well. And fourthly, I want y'all to take breaks. Yes, I want you to take breaks. As I said, again, it doesn't have to be during the weekends. It doesn't have to be three, four days at a time. Sometime that break can look like, you know, a Saturday off, a Sunday off, a Tuesday off, whatever works best for you. Just make sure you're taking those breaks. But I wanted to communicate to you ladies that it is okay to be tired, which is why I wanted to make it the last point. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to have a feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm getting towards that burnout phase. Okay. If you don't go through at least two or three of those phases in the first year of starting your business, you aren't doing something right. If you don't go through those phases, we're like, dang, I'm tired. You're not doing something right. You're not working hard enough. But in working hard, I want you guys to realize before you get to that overall burnout phase, I want you guys to avoid that. Okay. So in this episode, um, I'm glad that I was able to sit down and really talk with you ladies about, you know, personal advice that I have as far as avoiding feeling tired, boss, avoid feeling tired, to avoid burnout, and to just give you ladies some gems and tips on different ways in order to avoid those things. And I really want you guys to apply at least four out of the six points that we talked about today. Um, Because it will definitely be a game changer to you. And again, I want you guys to know that it is okay to be tired. It is okay to reach that point where you're just like, oh my goodness, this is so hard. Because if you don't have those points and moments, then honestly, sis, you aren't doing something right. So I want you ladies to, you know, play this episode back as many times as you can. I want you to share it with your WL Boss friends. And I want you ladies to, you know, going into 2021, I want you ladies to be more intentional with avoiding being tired boss okay all right ladies this wraps up this episode Um, I'm so glad that we were able to you know come back and get back into solo episodes because I love them so much and whenever there's a topic I feel like I can touch on and give you ladies advice on, I always hop on it. In the next few weeks, we will be focusing on solo episodes. So I can't wait for next week to hop into that topic because that topic is going to be good too, girl. So ladies, thank you so much for listening in on yet another episode on the Women Podcast. You ladies can listen in on this episode on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, any podcast listening platform there is, we are basically on. You ladies will hear me next week with another gem dropping solo episode peace ladies have a safe weekend